Let's see. We talked on episode uh, three, I think, or point three, about sitting down to pee. Right. I, I can't remember. Did you say that you did sometimes? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so a little bit of uh, of a uh, confession here, but my mom taught me how to sit down and pee when I was young, right? Your mom taught yeah. you? Yeah, because I spent a lot of time with my mom Like when I was three. We had the, the whole summer together uh, when we first moved to a small town in Oklahoma. And uh, I tell you what, I still sit down to pee, and it's not because of like the whole, like, like I'm trying to be more feminine or anything like that. Sure. More like a lady. It's, dude, this is so much less work. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, you don't have to worry about splattering all over the place. I don't know if anybody else has to deal with that. See, the one that gets me, and even though there's nothing ever there, do you ever get the pee that, like, for whatever reason, decides to split off into two streams? <laughs> and yes. your option is either... Like one in the toilet, one on the back of the toilet, or one in the toilet, one on the floor. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I don't know why. Like, what's with the (laughs) male genitalia for that? So, dude, and honestly, it's helped uh, when I first, you know, moved in with Rachel. Like, we didn't have to fight about, like, the seat being up or anything like that. Which, I mean, that's kind of a stupid fight in itself. It is. Like, or you backing up to the toilet, like, without without even looking. Yeah. (laughs) You didn't put the seat down. It's like, well, you didn't put the seat up. <laughs> it's a two-way street, honey. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just, it's one of those things that's like, it, well, there's there's a lot of things to go with it, too. Like, in the morning, it's way easier to pee, like, to hit the toilet if you're sitting down, if, you, if you're catching my drift here. Like, if you wake up and the natural thing happens. Right. It's, the only negative part about that is... And I don't know, maybe you don't have to deal with this, but some of us like run the risk of also touching the rim of the toilet. <laughs> oh, come on, state. get out of here. <laughs> no, that's that's why you, you do the dip. That's not a humble brag. I'm just <laughs> saying, maybe I'm sitting on smaller toilets. I don't know. No, that's why you do the dip. Like the, you know what I mean? Like it's like the, and then you point it down and then sit down. Yeah, but then you run the risk of putting it in the water. But I don't still. know. Maybe we're just talking two different sizes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. You ready to get this thing started? I am. All right. All right, guys. Welcome back to in the middle podcast it's a podcast about two dads living life in the midwest we talk about all things fatherhood sports hobbies and life's greatest conundrums mark sype how you doing man doing good i'm just proud you got that word out i know conundrums <laughs> here we go a big one for you it's got more than five letters <laughs> oh come on man that hurts <laughs> you know i don't be so what are we going to talk about today man yeah, well, for today's episode, we, uh, again, things are a little slow around town, you know, lots of rain going on, so we just wanted to talk about things locally that we're looking forward to um, throughout the year, not just the the immediate one that's coming up here in less than a month, that is literally a once-a-decade thing, but um, it, 
pretty much everything that we just do in a small town. Uh, the NFL schedule also released, so uh, I actually got really bored at work and mapped out all 17 weeks of the regular season, so I have records and stuff to go over, and I'm interested on your takes as well. And then finally, we have our top three pet peeves that we're going to talk about today. Hell yeah. So yeah, but a little bit of cleanup duty before we get into everything, uh, and I'm sure our mass following of fans has been super <laughs> curious about this, even though you could go check the results on our tweets page at pod middle or uh, pod underscore middle rather. Um, but I won the barbecue draft. Oh, so one, you let's put some six pack of beer. Let's put some co- co- quotations, geez, quotations <laughs> around that here. All right. You won. I did. I mean, I also we had voted one for voter. myself, but it was a clean sweep. And there were two votes. So. Yeah, you and one other person. Hey, I won. That's so you won fact. by one vote. Yeah, I tell you what, if we do this this uh, this thing again, and we have more than you know one person, I think I think I'm in the and I'm in the lead. But I'll I'll stand by my word. I'll get you a sixer. Okay. Well, if it helps, on our other poll over slushy versus snowball, that one was a tie. But I will also readily admit <laughs> I voted for myself. So on a technicality, you won that vote. Yes. However, we did have somebody write in, and I actually wanted to get your your take on this. They said that where they're from, they call it a Slurpee, which I have heard that before. Yeah. So do you think you and I can maybe just come up with a compromise <sighs> and start to spread the, the Slurpee life here in the middle of nowhere? No. Yeah, I didn't think so no. either because it's definitely called No, it's a, a slushy, dude. No, it's a, it's a snowball. It's a sl- I, I do understand where the Slurpee comes from. I do. Slurpee makes more sense than slushy. I will give that guy credit. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, AO, for, for uh, DMing us. And sorry, uh, I'm just learning about all this DM and stuff on, on our tweets. I, f- I finally found it like two weeks after you, you uh, direct messaged us. So uh, direct messaged us. Man, that's a tough one. I just say DM. DM. All right. Just don't say BM because that could. You know, <laughs> I mean, I consider a BM a Bloody Mary, but BM <laughs> could also. That sounds really weird if you say I've been drinking BMs all day. People <laughs> might look at you funny. Gross. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, a little bit of cleanup duty, but you, we, yeah, we got the polls out, and I'm sure when we do some more drafts and debates later on down the road, we'll do that and. Because, uh, yeah, I don't really think we need to vote our top three, especially the one today, because no. I'm pretty sure everyone's going to hate what we talk about today. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think there might be some, some people that agree with, you know, having the same pet peeves. Well, no, that's what I mean. It's like, it, it's all universal. Right, we, right. We all hate these things. But God, I hope so. You don't know my three, though. No, and you don't know mine, but I guarantee you, you hate all three of them. Nah, all right. All right. I'll be the decider of that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't you uh why don't you tell people what's going on locally and then even yeah, give them a little taste of what small town life is like for events that we get to look forward to, you know, once a year or once a decade. Yeah, so this is I, I think it's pretty common in every small town. There's not a, a whole lot going on all the time. So when there is something going on, dude, we are looking forward to it for months, it seems like. And so, you know, one of the things coming up, you, you mentioned it before, our town's having our, our uh, founders 
founders uh, ceremony, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, so it happens every 10 years, and uh, this little town of 4,500 grows to about 20,000 over the weekend. Um, at least that's how it was in the, the past years, and so we'll, we'll see how COVID affects it this year. But uh, I tell you what, man, I'm super excited. There's going to be a lot of things happening. Um, personally, right, I'm playing in, in a golf tournament on that Friday, and then later that day I'm playing in Cornhole that night. So, um Oh man, I'm I'm super stoked. I got uh, I got an entry into the parade too, and so that's another thing. Like for what? Every, every well for for the town event. No, I know. I'm saying the uh, like, what's your entry? Oh, I'm going to drive my car through it and uh, and rep out my company. Oh, okay. The yeah. the old Tesla, huh? Yeah, yeah. Cool. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have some wind turbines and stuff on it. Um, yeah, it's gonna look cool. Sweet. I'm gonna have the boys throwing out candy and stuff. They'll yeah. just eat it. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Ellie's gonna have like four pieces of candy. <laughs> but uh, no, man, it's it. That's one of the examples, right? That's one that's on our brains. Is coming up, um, you know. But we also, like, I think, like every every other person, though, we look forward to vacations. Um, you know, my wife and I are going to to Florida in a couple weeks. So that Sunday when we record, it's definitely going to be remote because I'm going to be. Probably a little bit of couple pina coladas in, <laughs> and uh, and and recording that night. So hopefully all the audio sounds all right that night. Now are you talk. taking the boys with you? No, no, they're going to stay with mom and dad that weekend. You know, I'll be honest. Maybe we just might have to have a uh, guest appearance from what I would call Dr. Drunk Rachel. <laughs> oh man, that would be fun. <laughs> I mean, DK is a riot. And I've seen Dr. in high gear. Yeah, and she's something else. Yeah, it doesn't happen often, and when it does, man, I tell you what, the mommy juice flows. Oh yes, <laughs> oh yes, it does. So yeah, whether it's you know the town festivals, uh, you know planned weekends, planned vacations, um, you know we have a local zoo. Uh, well, local, it's forty five minutes away, but to us that's local um, that we visit often you know that again that's another just dumb awesome thing to look forward to right right like and as a small town um you know we we again we don't have a whole lot of stuff to look forward to so we pick these these probably really insignificant things that other towns have that really nobody looked forward to in those towns like the bigger cities but in smaller smaller town america you know we look forward to that stuff and we know we're gonna have a good time well, and I know one of my favorite ones uh, every year is uh, when we have the the barbecue festival that you oh, yeah. participate in. But my favorite part about that festival is the the beer garden or yes. the, the beer tasting, and all these different local vendors come from all over the state, um, probably even just some other midwestern states as well. Yep, and they bring their beers, and it's again we live in a small town. It's what fifty bucks a ticket, and yeah. it's all you can drink for what four hours i tell you what I mean, the, oh <laughs> the best part about that is the the like mini glasses they give you on a, on a oh yeah no i got necklace. all my souvenirs yeah and then you eat the pretzel necklaces too oh dude yeah that's such a good time yeah and dude the makeshift drive-in movie theater downtown yeah dude they just hang up a like gigantic sheet yeah in the middle of main street and just block off that that block and everybody brings their lawn chairs and watches the the local movie which honestly even just the local movie theater here you know you have 
literally two show times, and that's all right. you get. You get Friday night and Saturday night, and even if you don't go to the movie, like, I mean, the, the one just this past weekend, I didn't really care for, but we still go and buy the concessions and then just take <laughs> right. it home and get our own, you know, movie going with the kids. And yep. yeah, I, I enjoy getting popcorn every week now. You and I actually participated in buying the annual buckets yes. that we get $2 refills and that has already paid itself off at my house. Yeah, dude, 20 bucks for a bucket. And then for the rest of the year, you can pay $2 to get it. That whole entire mega bucket filled back up with movie theater popcorn as opposed to six bucks every time right dude it's again i mean do they even they surely don't have that in bigger cities oh they they're i mean if you have a refill i'll tell you right now they're not allowing it to happen with covid right right now, whereas, yeah. again we're in a small town and granted they won't they won't put it directly into the bucket, but they'll fill up one of the paper bags, which I think is so dumb because <laughs> I feel like that's what you're actually paying for because right. you know that popcorn's not worth anything. So <laughs> you're paying $6 for a paper bag, yep. and then you just, I dump mine into my bucket and load it up with butter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and again, I mean, we could keep going on and on, but one of the things I want to mention is every small town has like a Knights of Columbus, a... uh Lions Club, a VFW, uh, you know, membership club that they, they every it seems like they have four or five different little community things, right? And uh, and they're they're always putting on events, whether it's uh, a, a get together for a meal to fundraise for an, a cause or or whatever, you know. Stack and those, nights. yeah, yeah, exactly. And and those those type of events again are, are those small events that you know the town really loves to to join in and just be a, a community and and dude and that that's what I love about being a, from a small town and living in a small town still and we make up reasons to get together and and have a couple of beverages or just even just just having our kids play together you know absolutely so that that's really all I wanted to talk about on on topic one here segment one uh, is. It's just, you know, how cool it is to have those little things that really are a lot of the times insignificant that uh, the whole community is behind and, and shows out for. So, um, you know, if, if you guys have something like that, that maybe is unique to your town, go ahead, tweet at us, um, you know, hit us on this Facebook. And uh, we want to we want to know about what thing that you guys do in your small town. So hit us up. Heck, we want to go. I mean, I know yeah. <laughs> we, we mentioned Western Missouri on this podcast right. before. They have, I don't remember the actual name of it, the but Apple like their Fest. Apple Fest. Yeah. yeah. Um, and just super awesome and draws a huge crowd every year. And so, yeah, wherever your small town does, let us know and maybe we'll uh, we'll bring the podcast by and we'll do a live show. Oh, man, that would be so cool. It'd be tight. Yeah. <laughs> so, Mark, segment two here. Yes. Uh, NFL schedule came out. What's your take? Okay. So... Here's the whole bit behind it, okay? So when the home and away schedule was released uh, a couple of months ago, I looked at it, and being from the Kansas area, you know, we're naturally Chiefs fans. We've kind of adopted them. Some people are Denver Broncos fans, but, you know, I consider that to be Colorado. So I'm not from Colorado. Right. I'm a Chiefs fan. And I know some people will be like, well, the Chiefs are technically in Missouri. Uh, no, you had the St. Louis Rams for a while. <laughs> so uh, you don't just get a hop on the bandwagon now that we're winning Super Bowls. Okay. Like, it's the way it works. You're Rams fans. That's what it is. And actually, I feel like most people in Missouri are actually 
baseball people because you got the St. Louis Cardinals and they've right. always been really good. So right. get out of my lobby. Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> but the whole purpose behind this is I looked at the Chiefs home and away schedule and I legitimately think we have a chance to have an undefeated season. We mm-hmm. went 15 and one last year. And honestly, the game against the Raiders, we probably shouldn't have lost. Didn't really wake up for that game. And then we won out the rest of the year, got all the way to the Super Bowl before ultimately the injuries and COVID to our offensive line, you know, got the better of us. Yep. And so I'm looking at the schedule. And in my opinion, our hardest game, our absolute hardest game is against the Ravens, which happens week two at home. And while normally, you know, I think the Ravens are a good threat we're going to be healthy going into that, or at least, you know, fingers crossed, you don't have early season injuries. Now, if it was late season, I'd be a little bit more concerned, but otherwise all of our hard games are at home. Most of our away games are relatively soft. I think the chiefs are going undefeated. So what I did is I sat down and I went team by team week by week. And, mapped out smokes, the bro. and so I have it right here and I want to get your takes now. All right. The thing is, is what I also did is I compared my opinions to Bleacher Report because they have win projections for each team, like oh, win loss. And so what I did is I took mine versus theirs and anything that was more than four games apart. Because I feel like there's always one or two pick em games, you know? Yep, yep, like, absolutely. Who's going to win, Chiefs or Bucks? Like, all right, that's a pick em game, whatever. So you always have about two pick'em games, and then that third one can kind of be a like maybe you're predicting an upset, or maybe the other team's coming off a bye, something like that. So anything more than four, I you know took note of, and then what I also did is I looked at Mike Clay's. Uh, he works for ESPN, and he does a lot of their stats stuff. He um, he does uh, like strength of schedule. So for example, I'm just gonna read these out for you. Easiest schedule, which I don't understand how this works, but Tampa Bay has the number one easiest schedule in terms of strength of schedule based on last year. Of course. Yeah. So win a Super Bowl, get easiest schedule. I yeah. don't know how Tom Brady does it. I I still think he he cheats somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not bitter at all. But then Has you got to. then you got Atlanta, Buffalo, and then the Jets and the Dolphins. Now the hardest schedule uh goes to Chicago and then Pittsburgh, Detroit the Rams, and the Bengals. So just for some context there. And so what I'm going to do is give you kind of my win-loss totals, how that compares, and then, you know, division winners and stuff like that, and we'll kind of go. So we'll just start with our hometown Chiefs. I got them going 17-0. Bleacher Report had them going 14-3. and So again, I'm within that three-game range that I set for myself. We kind of agree. Yep. Uh, Denver is one of the teams that I disagree with Bleacher Report on. I have them going 4-13. and 13. Bleacher Report has them going 8-9. and 8-9. And 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 now, the other thing I forgot to preface is this is based on rosters today. So this yeah, means actually. Aaron Rodgers yep. is still in Green Bay. Yeah. You know, like that sort of stuff. Right. So this is immediately after the rookie draft with the rosters the way it is. So, um, but yeah, I'm a little... I'm a little uh, I believe they call it bearish on the Broncos this year. Right. Yep. Yep. So, yeah or nay? Do you Bear think, down. Do you think they'll be good or not good? Dude, the Broncos always suck. Come on, let's get real. <laughs> okay. No, <that's> fine. <laughs> um, yeah, Vegas, I was just off by one. And then the LA Chargers, 
This one, I went the other direction. I got the Chargers going 14 and three. Oh, man. 14 and three in our That's own division. bearish. Yeah. Uh, that would be bullish, actually. So, or sorry, yeah, bullish. bullish. is your high Bull on, up. bearish is your low on. Yep. Bleacher Report has them going nine and eight. The two Chargers losses to the Chiefs, and then I forget who the other one was. Um, but yeah, I got the Chargers going 14 and three. Dang. Which is kind of scary because as I'm sitting down going win, loss, win, loss, most of it's just gut reaction. Right. Like I look at it, I say, who do I think would win? You know, and I I don't think about it. I just give it, you know, all right, this team, move on to the next one. Yeah. And they ended up 14 and three. So there's yeah. our division, which is the one we care about the most. So the Chargers are gonna give us a run for our money. Right. Um oh, I forgot to mention mm-hmm. I say I said the Broncos always suck. They were pretty good when Peyton was there. That's right. Yeah. But I mean we all love Peyton Manning. Yeah. So Peyton's yeah. great. Other than Peyton, yeah. uh, they sucked. Even with Tebow, they right. really sucked. Now, I won't go through all these <laughs> other teams because I'm sure you all are thinking, oh my God, is he going to do this for all 32 teams now? <laughs> I just wanted to focus on our division as far as that goes. But that way you can kind of understand how this works. Right. So here is the way like my playoffs shake out, okay? We got Kansas City getting the bye, obviously, which you get when you're undefeated. Buffalo gets number two. I got Tennessee winning their division in a very close race, like coming down to week 18. Oh, damn. If you you haven't heard yet, we're not just playing 16 games on a 17-week schedule. It's now 17 games on an 18-week schedule. Dumb. So I actually have Tennessee winning the division in that final week. Same thing applies for Baltimore. I do have Baltimore barely edging out Cleveland uh, to win their division. Bad choice. Well... I I wanted to give it to Cleveland, but again, I was just doing gut reactions. They tied with the same record, 13 and 4. Okay. But Baltimore wins the tiebreaker according to my stats because they oh. win more uh AFC games than the Browns do. They have the same record, gotcha. but they win okay. more AFC games, which gives them the tiebreaker. So Baltimore and Cleveland both go 13 and 4. Uh, so our wild card teams are the Chargers, of course, like I mentioned. Cleveland gets in there, and then Indianapolis. The team that gets left out is the Steelers. Ooh. And I got the Steelers going ten and seven, which normally would be pretty good. But here's how they end the season: final four weeks. Yeah. Loss, loss, win, loss. Ooh. Who are they playing? What's Ste- your? I I don't. I didn't write it down. Again, I was just going week by week. Just right. But when I went back and looked, I got the Steelers falling apart at the end of the year. Just like last year. Right. Yeah. I think the Steelers, like Big Ben, wanting to come back because he knows the team is good enough. Yep. They just got Najee Harris. But I think the Steelers will be the Steelers, and they'll think they're shooing for the playoffs. They start focusing on their Tic Tacs and their their Insta instagers or whatever yeah, it's called the, the damn tic tacs man and it's I, gonna ruin I the bet world. they lose focus and fall apart at the end of the season <laughs> steelers miss the playoffs um well that and, and big ben is getting like 40 years old too. right I mean, well he's gonna break so the colts actually go 10 and 7 as well but they own the tiebreaker over the steelers according to my projection gotcha so there we okay. go okay so here's your nfc tampa bay on the back of their easy schedule <laughs> yeah uh freaking. i have them going uh 15 and 2 so I have them losing two games. Actually. To who? Hey, again, Do I don't quite remember. Okay. Um, I think the Rams is one. Oh, okay. Um, which, uh, getting a little bit ahead of myself, I'm a little bit bullish on the Rams. Not okay. crazy bullish, but they start out really hot in my book. All right. All right. Um, so anyway, so yeah, I got Tampa Bay getting the bye. 
Then I got the Rams winning their division, Green Bay winning their division. Again, all prefaced on current roster. Right. Uh, and then Dallas edging out Washington in their division. Oh, baby. Dallas is coming back in a big way. Uh, I have a hard time believing that. Yeah. So here's my big (laughs) surprise team, okay? I have Atlanta as the number one wild card, which you think, okay, yeah, wild card. Like, okay, Atlanta could feasibly get there. Take a guess what Atlanta's record is. This is my biggest difference from Bleacher Uh, Report. I don't even know. Eight wins? Bleacher Report, you're not far off. Bleacher Report has them going 6-11. and You know what I have Atlanta going? Uh Uh-uh. 14 and 3. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they are by far my biggest difference at a minus 8 oh, from Bleacher man. Report. Dang. And again, the I'm Dirty just, Birds. I'm like, I was just sitting here. Yeah, I think they beat this team. Yeah, I think they beat this team. Yeah, I think they beat this team. I just kept going. And at the end of my thing, I was like, holy crap, I made Atlanta go 14 and 3. What's that based off of, though, man? Just like, honestly, I think their offense, uh, they have all the right pieces. Their biggest issue is offensive line which right. they have addressed. Um, and then their defense has not been that great, uh, but kind of like the Chiefs, a good offense can mask a bad defense. Yeah, yeah. The, the biggest issue is that if if they can sustain long drives. So the, the thing with the Chiefs is they hit you hard and they hit you fast. Yep. So even though the Chiefs go up, the defense wasn't off the field for very long. If Atlanta can manage clock, which they did not do in the Super Bowl, they lost against the Patriots. A <laughs> lesson learned kind of thing. Ouch, ouch, ouch. Right. <laughs> I think they have a chance to go 14 and three, and they would be my dark horse Super Bowl team Ooh. to win the whole thing. Oh, damn. Yes. Dark horse Super Bowl team, and they'll blow it up. Bye bye, Matt Ryan. Bye bye, Julio. Thanks for the memories. We yep. appreciate it. Peace out. See ya. We're going to rebuild now because we know you're leaving. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna Tyreek out. Peace. Right. Uh so yeah, I got so I got Atlanta doing that. So then what I actually have is uh Seattle getting in and they're thirteen and four. Okay. And then my other wildcard team, which is also a surprise team, 49ers. 49ers. I got the 49ers coming back, and here's why. Their defense was absolutely torched by injuries last year, and they still performed very well. Right. They continued to upgrade their offense, and while Jimmy Garoppolo is obviously not the long-term answer, that's why they drafted Trey Lance, is I could see a potential Alex Smith, Colin Kaepernick situation where if Garoppolo, who has an injury history, happens to get injured, and he's the, you know, the veteran check down kind of guy and then you get the guy who can run the ball like Colin Kaepernick did Trey Lance comes in team catches fire no one knows how to defend him because there's no tape on him dude hold on hold on you're using the completely the wrong metaphor here it's <laughs> Alex Smith and Mahomes dude well but Mahomes wasn't a runner Kaepernick took the league by storm because he was running the ball left and right oh uh, okay uh, okay yeah All so right. that's why I'm using that one All um, right. But but yeah, I got San Francisco going thirteen and four. So this is by far the hardest division. And on top of that, I have Arizona starting horribly to start the year. I actually have let's Dude, see, really? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Kyler so, Murray. Hold on. Seriously? So so nine. So I got nine losses, or sorry, uh, seven losses in their first nine games. Oh, dude, no way. Hold on. But here's how they finish. Are you ready? All right. Win loss. Win, 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 loss. 
So Arizona, and and here's what's gonna happen. Arizona's gonna start poorly because they have a rough schedule to begin the to begin the year. All right. Cliff Kingsbury's gonna get fired, which what? is unfortunate. No. Yeah, he'll get fired mid season. No. And then all of a sudden, Arizona's schedule is gonna soften up and they're gonna look real good. No way. I'm dude. telling you. <laughs> I, I don't believe you. That's what I got. So, I don't think he I don't dude they can't fire him. He's in his second, what, third year? Third second year. year. Third year, I believe. Because this is, oh yeah, last year was he, Kyler's yeah. second year. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so anyways, I and the reason why I say that, or or that I'm putting this out in the universe now, is because I'm curious to go back. Because as training camps happen, and as rosters shake out, and as preseason injuries and all that stuff occurs, what I always do is I do kind of a top four, um, or a final four, as as I like to say when I go into the year. I say, here's the AFC Championship, here's the NFC Championship, and I'm curious to see if it matches up what I have today. And then, you know, about halfway through the year, once the playoffs actually start to form, I'm anxious to see how close my numbers actually will be. Because, of course, as with fantasy football or anything else, it all is strictly based on injury. Oh, yeah. Like, you can never predict any of this stuff for certain, and all it takes is one injury here and the entire team falls apart, a la Dallas last year. Right. That goes down, the entire team falls apart. So, uh but yeah, so my bullish teams are Atlanta, which was a an, a difference of eight, San Francisco difference of five, and the Chargers difference of five. The teams I am bearish on are Denver, Carolina, the Giants, and Detroit, all of which had a difference of four. But I left out the key portion of uh a, of this schedule. So very seldomly, it's only happened I think twice, maybe three times. Actually, four because the Bucks, the Lions, the Browns, and then I think one other team day. It might have been the Lions or the Browns again. But I've got two teams going over. Oh, man. Over. Over. Which is the Houston Texans, again, okay. pending the Deshaun Watson stuff. <laughs> yep, yep. And then the Lions. Poor Jared Goff. Oh, how the mighty oh, have fallen. Yes. Was in the Super Bowl a couple years ago, looked like the most unstoppable offense, to now he's on a 0-17 Lions team. Terrible. So I don't know what that tiebreaker is for the number one overall pick when you <laughs> don't win a game all season. It has to involve chugging beers. It has to. I mean, I don't know what that... And they're in different divisions. Like, do you just right. flip a coin? Like, I don't know how that works. Yeah, it has to be a beer chug. It so, has to. Yeah, two 0-7 teams. Have fun. Texans. So I got I got two points here. Okay. I'm looking at the Cardinal schedule now mm-hmm. because you got me curious. Okay. Week one's the Titans. Yep. I can see that one. I can see the Cardinals losing week Cardinals one. Cardinals don't have a rush defense. Yep. They get run on all the time. But the Vikings, bro. Dalvin Cook. Same thing. Yeah, but we can stop Dalvin. Yeah. Okay. And I got him I, winning week three. And I say we. I'm not a Cardinals fan. I'm just a You're huge a Kyler fan. I'm a no, huge let's, Kyler let's go Murray through this. Fan. No, well, surely we have a fan in Arizona somewhere. Let's yeah. go through this. So Jaguars. Yeah. They're they're beating the Jags. Oh, wait a minute. They're beat you said they're losing like they, no, they, they go two and seven to start the year. Oh, okay. Two All and right, seven. so there's there's the two potentially. One of them. Yep. The Rams, I can see that one. They lose. Well, maybe. They lose to the Rams. Oh, Dude. Man. Matt Stafford's going to take... So, outside of Atlanta, the Rams are my Super Bowl pick. I'm telling you right now. Damn. Matt Stafford is going to give them everything they need to get over the top. All right. I and then the Matty 49ers, 
Dude, I think that's gonna be too too soon with uh with the Jimmy G and and all that crap. I think I think they're they're still gonna be putting together. I the think wheels. that will be a game where it's more about the Niners defense than the Cardinals offense. That I remember picking that one and I right. thought to myself, I'm like early in the year everyone's healthy it, it, it kind of yeah. goes back to the chiefs ravens thing like yeah, exactly. late in the year i probably take the ravens over the chiefs early in the year i'm taking the chiefs to win that game they're, yeah they're On a harder one, team healthy the niners defense will be healthy and i think they'll do enough to stop kyler in the cards all right and then dude the next one i i don't even know if i even want to watch the game is it the brownies because, yeah yep i got <laughs> them losing to the brownies i'm gonna be voting for or rooting for both of them i know it's gonna be a hard one yep i got losing to the brownies yeah shout out to uh my boy baker mayfield <laughs> i got your jersey i'm so sorry people <laughs> cedar fan over here uh yeah. texans cardinals definitely win in that one yeah they win they win against texans obviously yep. and then they lose their next two nope and I want to. This is where I'm going to say it. And I know you said based off of right now it's roster, but they're all that, already two and five at this point. Yeah, but they're not going to lose the Packers with whoever they have at quarterback because it's not going to be. If Aaron it's Rogers. against Aaron Rodgers, they will lose. And here's why. No, I, I, I want to say here's why they will not. Even if <laughs> Rodgers is on it, okay. Rodgers is going to be so pissed off this whole entire season. He's gonna just blow every game. He's gonna be like, "Yeah, screw you. No. You're so paying me, but I don't. I'm not happy here, and I'm gonna play really terrible until you sit me." No, he won't do that. No, no, I don't no, know. no, no, no. I don't know. Nope. All right. Why? Why do they win? Uh, Packers win. Why do the Packers win? Yeah, because it turns into an offensive game. Um, and even though I would argue the Cardinals definitely have more weapons than the Packers do, Rodgers just has that. He has the ability to, you know, pull pull the Hail Mary, which I know Kyler did last year against the Buffalo Bills. That was right. the greatest game of the season. We all yeah. we all readily admit to that. But Rodgers has always had shootouts with uh, the Cardinals. Always. Okay. And he tends to come out ahead in those games. If if that that game will come down to who has the ball last, and I trust Rodgers as as much as he drives me crazy as a person. I trust him to get the job done in that type of a situation more than I trust Kyler to get it done. And that's strictly experience. All right. All right. Strictly experience. Yeah, and then going on from the, the rest of it, that's really all I wanted to to talk about was the first, yeah, yeah. seven, eight games. But but see, like, again, yeah, I, see I just it. looked at it, said, all right, yep, Packers cards, uh, Packers, you know, yep. and, I, and I moved on. Yep. And I had the cards ending up, you know, Two and seven to start the year. Yeah, that but hurts. then they go on a tear to end the year. If you look at their final, you know, eight games. Yep. It's it's so nice. It's a nice, nice, nice. Uh, All right. And then the other thing I want to question on here. The the season opener. Okay. For the Chiefs. The Brownies. Yeah. Dude, I'm not gonna lie. They played them close. They did uh, in the playoffs there. Brownies did. And they'll be looking for revenge. Yep. I'm very aware of that. Here's what I think. And they're fueled this year, man. They're fueled. Here's what I think is going to happen with the Chiefs. And this is the other reason why I think they're going 17-0. Do you remember when, basically, it was after the whole Deflategate bit. and Or no, it wasn't Deflategate. It was Spygate uh, with the Patriots. Oh, yeah, yeah. Spygate occurred. And, you know, the NFL, everybody's saying they're cheating, all this sort of stuff. You know what the Patriots did that year? I don't recall. Pissed off as all hell. I don't recall. 
They went undefeated until they ran to the Giants. Oh. The Chiefs got embarrassed in front of the largest Super Bowl, like, viewership. Like, the highest rated game of all time. Brady versus Mahomes. You can't 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 write a better football game than that. Yeah, there's going to be movies. And they were embarrassed by, like, dude, Chiefs are going to be coming in. And on top of that, they know that had they won that game, the Raiders of all teams would have been the team to keep them from perfection had Dude, they beaten Tampa Bay. The look of you don't of, think that the Chiefs looked at their, you know, hey, we got to the Super Bowl with one loss on a record, and guess what? We fixed our singular issue. Yep. O line. The Chiefs are pissed, and they are gonna put up the most points you have ever seen scored again. Barring injury. Yep. Everyone has to stay healthy or this whole thing goes to crap. It doesn't matter if it's Mahomes or Kelsey or Hill. Hell, even Tyron Matthew, leader of the defense. If he goes down, like, no, forget about it. Right. If everyone stays healthy, Chiefs are going undefeated. So I just okay. wanted to, I want to bring everybody's, to everybody's attention here. When Mark said the Raiders, you should have seen the look of disgust on his face. <laughs> <laughs> damn Raiders. Everybody hates the Raiders, except for Raiders fans. And now they're in in uh, Las Vegas, so really, I mean, they're going to get a bunch of bandwagoners, but I can't talk about bandwagoners. I'm I'm just a, a flowy fan for the NFL. See, but you at least follow your, you know, it's kind of like again, our boy Drake. He, he right? always gets shouted out on this. Go follow him at the Drake Take on <laughs> Apple Podcasts and at the Drake Take on uh, Twitch.tv. So he is a Wyoming fan, born and bred. And so Josh Allen comes into the league. Now he grew up a Patriots fan, you know, love Tom Brady. Right. And, and is a Patriots fan, tried and true. Josh Allen goes to the Bills, and I've never seen somebody switch teams so damn fast. Oh, dude. He was but like, it's because jerseys. he's, he's Wyoming at heart. And he, while he has an affiliation with the Patriots, he has more of an affiliation with the success of Wyoming players. Right. So I understood that switch. So if yeah, if if it's Chiefs versus Cardinals or Chiefs versus Browns, I get it. You you're you're right in the fence. If the Chiefs yep. win, you're happy because it's your home team. Yep. If the Cards win, you're like, hey, Kyler, my boy, took down the Chiefs. Love it. Like, yeah, but I'm gonna I get have to, it. I'm gonna have to say that like like almost in a closet, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I have so many good friends that are like die hard since they were like four years old cheese fans and so yeah it's gonna be tough see and i'm a long-standing fan like the the only reason i like the packers is i grew up watching brett Favre. i love the way he played and we just got lucky with aaron Rodgers. yep um so that's been kind of nice for me but my third team's the cowboys which everybody hates the cowboys and i know you're a cowboys fan yeah you know who i loved growing up emmett smith and it oh, also yeah. just so happened Troy Aikman and Michael Irvin and Deion Sanders and all of them used to be there too. So, yep. you know, when the Cowboys were terrible for all those years before Tony Romo, like, I still stuck with them. And then when Tony Romo came around and got everybody's hate, I loved Romo. Loved him to death because he was part of my Cowboys. And just, yeah, there you go. I think that's enough NFL schedule talk yes. because we've definitely spent a lot of time on that but you know the <laughs> nfl schedule it's it's a big deal like people look forward to this every year and try to map out the teams and i just took it upon myself to not only look at the chiefs and only look at the packers i looked right. at the entire league as a whole and yeah i was pleasantly surprised how close i was to 
Bleacher Reports projections with the exception of a couple of teams. Yeah, dude, you need to become like a an analyst or something. Well, thanks. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> Heck yeah. So segment number three here, pet peeves. Oh, now I'm going to get real hot and bothered. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> you think I'm hot and bothered about the damn Buccaneers of the race? <laughs> here we go. All right. I want to start out with my top three. Are you ready? Number three? Yeah, number three. Okay. Number three. Not having a process to organize things. Okay. So Can you elaborate? Yeah. So when I was a WinTech, uh our shop got five S is what it's called. Okay. And it's a it's a process. It's a it's a way of organizing to maintain the most efficient company, I guess. The, sure. the most efficient processes to get things done, right? Right. And so Ever since then, dude, it, it, it like it tickled me in every single OCD place I, I could get. And it was just like everything was like perfect. I loved it. And so now I, you know, when I come home, it's like, gosh, dang it. Like, I wish we had a place for this. I wish we had a place for that. And then like getting everybody buy in on it. This was one of my pet peeves. There's always stuff just like kind of not in its whatever, where it's supposed to be. And so like that's one of my pet peeves now. It's not having that process in the buy in. To just have everything awesome. Okay, so this is strictly company related. Company and now it's even gotten to like my personal level. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so basically just organization. Yeah. Which a little I mean, bit I appreciate because that's like I said in our uh I, I don't even remember what we were talking about, which episode it was, but basically how like I have to have all my DVDs and like alpha. Yeah, exactly, dude. Like it makes that. me so, happy. Oh, no, I get it. I get it. So basically your process, just to use that as the example, would be you pull the DVD out, you take it out of the case, you put it in the DVD player, you watch it. When you're done, you put it back in the case and you put it back on the shelf. That's what you're trying to tell me. Exactly. The process of we're going to watch a movie, here's the steps we need to take, and then at the end of the day, you don't have to get angry. Yeah, and I think it's because now okay. that I have I have boys, they just... Make messes. Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> it's every day, you know what I mean? And and so now it's like, yeah, if, if they had a process, they would follow that process and we okay. know where crap is all the time. Lack of process. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mine's way more simpler. It, is that proper English? Way more simpler? Yeah, I think that so. process is simpler. I don't even know if you need the way more. All right. <laughs> I don't like people who don't leave voicemails. Oh my God, yes. Okay. But let me specify. Because I don't want voicemails. Like, that's an old timey thing. That's not really a thing. What drives me crazy is when, say your bank calls you. Right. They're trying to get a hold of you for something. They call you. It goes to voicemail. You know, maybe there's some sensitive information they can't share. Right. I get it. But they just hang up the phone. Maybe they try again later that day or the next day. But maybe I don't have my bank in my phone. I don't answer numbers I don't have. And especially, have you noticed the, the massive increase of spam calls lately? Well, I mean, maybe it's just my phone, but I get at least one or two calls about my car warranty a day. Yeah, dude, I've been following up on those. I've I've gotten like everything fixed on my car. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you guys need to be paying attention to these these warranty calls, man. Uh oh, <laughs> someone got suckered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I paid like two thousand bucks, but I mean, the work's gonna get done. I know it is. They said that it was. <laughs> oh my god, this has gone off the rails. I love it. 
But yeah, that's what I mean is if you're not leaving me a voicemail, I'm sorry. I'm not calling back the random number. Now I will say this. I had to do that about a month ago because I went to call somebody and they didn't answer and I left them a voicemail or, or I wanted to leave them voicemail and their mailbox was full. And I was like, oh, that's, that's the worst too. Well, so then I was like, hold up. I've been getting lots of calls from the same number recently and they haven't left me a voicemail. Maybe my mailbox is full. And so I <laughs> oh, called no. my phone from my office Oh no! to leave myself a voicemail. My voicemail was full. So Dude. I ended up going back like about four or five months yep. and I called every damn random number that I had. Yep. I would say nine out of 10 were spam calls. <laughs> But the one that wasn't was my bank. And that's, that's why awesome. I used it as an example. Yeah. So granted, they probably tried to leave me a voicemail. My voicemail was full. That's my bad. I accept the accountability for that. Yep. But right now I know it's not full. And if you call me with something urgent and you don't leave a voicemail, guess what? I may or may not call you back. Yep. But you can't get mad at me when I don't. Because if it's urgent, you need to be texting me. You need to be leaving me a voicemail. You need to be blowing up my email. If yep. you need to get a hold of me, call my wife. I don't care. <laughs> right. Don't call my wife because if she doesn't have your phone number in her phone, she won't answer it. But I just mean, like, <laughs> people who don't leave voicemails drive me crazy. And honestly, I appreciate the art of a good voicemail. Shout out to Mr. Alan Rourke. I listened to yours uh, the other day. And if you don't remember what I'm talking about, go check your voicemails. I know you <laughs> saved my super long ranty ones. That made you giggle back in the day. So I enjoyed yours from about three years ago. One of the things that you just brought up too that I want to give oh, uh, your brother-in-law a shout out for. One time he tried calling me, uh, Joey did. Mm -hmm. He tried calling me and he goes, he texted me right after he, I missed the call and he goes, hey, by the way, just a heads up, your voice voicemail, voice box, voice Voice mailbox? Yeah, voice mailbox. Voice mailbox is full. So See, perfect. Just so you perfect. know. Perfect. You know? Good job, Joe. Yeah. Shout out. That's man. what I need. Stand up guy. Oh tell God. You. Joey, you are not a pet peeve of mine. No, absolutely. That, that is that is S tier level just friendship and just stand just, up. Man. Oh, it's so great. Yeah. I can't even describe it. It's so wonderful. Yeah. That's what the world needs is more people like Joe. Yeah, we need more Joey's. Maybe maybe a little bit less poop stories, but more Joey's. <laughs> He's got great poop stories. <laughs> he does. All right, what's your number two? Number two. Uh, Speaking of poop. Hey! <laughs> zing! Number two. The people that, that call or act like they're their pets are their actual human children. Oh, how did this not make my list? Yes, dude. Oh. I, I am all for loving pets. I am. I'm all for over loving your pets all for over caring for your pets i get it i i do i do but growing up dude our dog was a bird dog it was it was used for a function we used it as a tool she was awesome i love that dog i cried when she died like i love that dog but at the end of the day it's a dog i feed it it poops it pees i clean up the poop the pee you know soaks in the ground whatever but it's a dog <laughs> right i can love my dog but it's not my baby at all no. If you put a diaper on a dog, you're in a, on a whole different level with me. Personal opinion, if you dress your pet ever, and I, by the way, the whole like, oh, he's shivering, he's cold, so I put a sweater on. Mm, maybe you should crank your heat up. Right. <laughs> Don't dress right. your pets. 
Right. So, yeah, big pet peeve of mine. Sorry for all those dog lovers, those cat lovers. Um, it's just, it's, this is my personal opinion. Don't get offended. Okay. You have your opinions. I have mine. Love it. I love you still. What's your number two? I'm just stuck on that one because <laughs> uh, I won't get into it, but I have at least one of my family members <laughs> who is that way. And you have a dog. I love them dearly. Of yeah. course, they are blood. Yeah. But oh my God. Oh my God. That's all I'll <laughs> say. Okay. And, yeah. and, but you're coming from, from a, like you have a yeah, pet. No, you have I, a dog. I had a dog before I had anybody else in my life. And I love that dog to death. And yep. it will be a very sad day when he dies. But yep. you know what? I'm also going to get over it pretty quick. <laughs> right. Right. Because it's a dog. Sorry. It is a dog. We're, we're, we do promise. We do love animals. We love animals. Yes. Mav has had a great life evidenced yep. by his weight. <laughs> right. The dog is overweight. Holy cow. <laughs> he gets fed what he wants and he gets petted. That's <laughs> that's his life and he loves it. Oh, man. So, All right. Okay. Number My two. Number two. And I know you'll love this one. I hate jobs that make me do the work. Oh, okay. Let me explain. When you go to walmart yes i know where it's going and you get your groceries yep do you go stand in line yes you still have to stay in line unfortunately a lot of times right there's also a little section in the store that you can also go yep and you can you know get paid to work at walmart exactly oh wait that's right you don't get paid you just do the job of the person who should be doing what you're doing which is scanning your items yes dude so when they first came out with this i was so excited i was like dude this is gonna speed up like me having two or three items no all's turned into everybody else got fired and we only have we have what 20 freaking lanes opened up right now right That's two what I mean. of them are open yeah 20 lanes two are open and then self-checkout yeah oh man it's a bunch of baloney so i hate jobs that make me do the work one of my favorite <laughs> comedians, Bill Burr, he has a bit about this where oh he God. goes into a sandwich shop. <laughs> I see where he's going. And he goes up to the counter. He's like, uh, "Yeah, hey, I'll I'll have a you know a a BLT with uh you know blah blah blah." And then the guy goes, "Oh, uh, you, you see the 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 makings are over there." And Bill Burr looks at him. And he goes, "Are you you know?" And I can't use the, the explosives <laughs> that he uses. But he's like, are you kidding me? And the guy's like, well, yeah, that's just kind of how we do things here. He goes, no, here's how we're going to do things here. I give you the money. You give me the sandwich. That's how it works. I am not coming in here to make my own sandwich. And I will say this, too. There are also members of my, we'll just say my non-immediate family that I know that it's like, you know what? If I go through self-checkout and... Maybe the sticker happened to fall off the item I was trying to scan, or maybe, you know, I'm supposed to ring up 20 balloons, but instead I only ring up one. Oh, no. I mean, it's not my job to check. Maybe I did it incorrectly. Oh, I mean, I don't work there. Oh, man. That's on the, the moral balance there that you have to, you know, check yourself. I mean, if your alarm doesn't catch me. Yeah, true. Yeah. I, ra- I rang up a balloon. It's a fault of their a own, A balloon. Right? 
I didn't ring up the other 20 that I he- filled up with helium oh, man. that you gave me a receipt for and sent me <laughs> to the self-checkout and said, make sure you type in 20 balloons. <laughs> That's not my job. Hey. I sell insurance. I don't work at Walmart or Dylan's or wherever that Right, happens. yeah. Nope. It's a cost of the, the new way of doing business, right? Yeah. So, you know what? I... It, that's that would be like i get the take and bake pizzas like because you want them fresh right, right but that would literally be like if i called pizza hut and they showed up at my door with bags of like dough cheese and pepperoni it was just <laughs> like here you go sir i'd be like uh no see, see what you're gonna do is take this back you're gonna cook it assemble it you know bring it back give it to me and make sure it's still hot even more crazy they bring you a cow, some wheat. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what this is going to turn into. So. Get get the milk from the cow. <laughs> grind the flour from the wheat. Yeah. Murder the cow. <laughs> so I guess I shouldn't have said jobs. I, I hate establishments that make that treat me as if I work there. Right. Yep. No, I hear you, man. That's, that's a good pet peeve. I like that. And I think, honestly, I think it started with drinking fountains, like the, the pop machines. Oh, yeah. We had to go fill up your own damn soda. Which, by the way, um, if I paid for a water, guess who's getting a Dr. Pepper? Or a spray. <laughs> what are you going to do? Come over and tell me I can't do that? Well, that's not your job. Your job's to, you're, you're fried cook. <laughs> your cash register. My job's fill the drinks. <laughs> I'm sorry that I told you I wanted water, but I got over here and you know what looked delicious? The Dr. Oh, Pepper. Oh, my goodness. That's funny. That's what, I mean, I think that's where it started. So blame the fast food industry, I guess. (laughs) All right. What's your number one? Number one. Too crazy. I had a post about this and this is what made me think of it again the other day. It came up on my, my space book on that, on this day, looking back type of stuff, right? People that do not put their damn shopping carts away. (gasps) Yeah, dude. Like, I have literally sat in the Walmart parking lot with babies in the back seat, and Rachel goes in and gets something just real quick, and I've watched people and just gotten so furious to the point where I'm, like, almost going over to them and, like, getting in their face pissed. Sype, I'm going to give you a little confession. Not me. Okay. I may be married to one. Oh, my God. And guess who has had, like... Uh... We oh, haven't. Had I'm gonna have to, a, have to talk. No, with her. hold on. We have not had a blowout fight in our marriage. You know what? The closest we've gotten to a blowout fight oh, was <laughs> put your GD shopping cart away, honey. Yep, yep. yep. You are part of the problem. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It, lay into her, dude. I'm going like, to. You, you'll save me a fight. Like I'll let I'll let her be mad at you for two weeks. Yeah, I'm gonna. I don't know how to bring it up, but if it ever comes up, I wouldn't just like offer to go to Walmart one of these days and like make sure you park. <laughs> no. Like she she'll she'll do it if she's very like near a stall. But that's the problem. Gosh. But that's but yeah, like the further away she is, the less the probability goes down. Gosh dang it, man. I know. I'm, right. I'm married to one dude, and I am embarrassed. Like I I should just slap my own wrist. <laughs> Stupid. No? Get a handle on this. Yeah. Do you want to continue? Because no, I'm done. Because I'm just gonna get more pissed. I know. So I know. Go. I dude, I hate it too. <laughs> What's your number one, Mark? All right. My this is a little ambiguous, and it kind of goes along with your shopping cart one. All right. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna Tyreek out. Peace.
Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong. Yep, yep. I if you are an inexperienced driver or if you're driving something you're not familiar, I'm not talking about like you don't know how to operate the machine. Now, granted, that's dangerous. Here's what I'm talking right. about. Let's use your shopping cart example. People who park over the line. Oh yeah. Especially in a crowded parking lot. Yep. Yep. Or worse, the people who choose to park that way. Yeah, because like because you're worried about stalls. door dings or whatever. Yep. Like yep. it has taken every fiber in my being not to go slash a tire or break a window. Like and the only reason I have it is because of security. I, I would be a vandal if it wasn't for yep. security cameras. <laughs> oh, you're gonna park like this? Psh, sorry, now you don't have a windshield anymore. Lesson learned. So what's funny you say that. I started carrying around sticky notes to be super passive aggressive. See, but I don't even like that because I feel like those, if you're parking like that, that sticky note probably like enhances your day, not makes you feel like a bad person. Yeah, but I've, I've written some really, really nasty things on them. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like bad parking for one. Here's another one that drives me crazy. All right. I have one rule when it comes to driving. Like, okay. yes, you need to follow the like rules of the actual road. But in terms of like how you should conduct yourself in terms of... We talk about golf etiquette a lot, right? Yes, yes, we do. There's one rule when it comes to driver etiquette. Get out of the way. <laughs> and, I, and again, Move. if you want to drive slow, power to you. I wish I had your patience, honestly. But if I'm coming up on you and you're in the passing lane, yep. get out of the way. Yep. Either slow down... And, like, get out of the way before I get to you so that I can pass you. And then you can move back in your lane. As long as you're not bothering anybody else, I don't care. Or, if you see me coming up on you, speed up just a little bit. Maybe get to yeah. the speed limit. And then move over so that I can come blowing past you, you yes. know, on my way. That's etiquette, dude. Or, you know, even the, like, I just, people who, four-way stops just drive me crazy. <laughs> because you get the person who like they pull up to the stops like the stop sign first and then i pull up like a very visible second or two later yep yep and then they don't move so then i get you do that impatient dance where yeah, like hey, i am like, gonna go i'm like are you gonna go are no okay i'm gonna start and then the second yeah. you hit your gas they hit their gas yep. and then they wave at you and you you know because we're from the midwest we're like no <laughs> you go <laughs> you were here first you idiot oh please go oh. <laughs> and then they're, and then they're like no you go and then you're like fine i'll go and then you hit their gas and then they do the same thing like yep. just if you if you get to the stoplight and my car is still moving guess what it's your turn <laughs> because if you go through that intersection and I end up hitting you because I make a left turn, guess whose guess fault that is? It's mine. Yeah. And insurance will back me on that because <laughs> I clearly ran a stop sign before I smashed into you. Exactly. Like, dude. just get out of the way. Yeah. And that, that's or, one of the things. Here's another one. Okay. If, if the right lane, you know, you're at a big intersection, right? Right yep. lanes for turn and right, is it not? Yes, it is. Like, even though it doesn't specifically say that, everybody's got their blinker on. Yes. There's always that one guy who gets into the right lane because, yep. like, 
you know, the center lane, which is designed for going straight, had three cars in it, and the right lane had one car in it. With his blinker light on it. Right. And so he gets behind this guy, and this guy turns right, and then this guy pulls forward. And it's like, why are you clogging the lane designed for me? I'm right. turning right. Yep. Get out of the way. Get out of the way. It's not a hard thing. So, like, and I could go off on 50,000 other things when it comes to drivers. <laughs> but, oh, my God, just get out of the way. Yeah. You, you can drive however you want. You can swerve all over the road. I don't care. Just as long as you get out of the way of the people who are trying to move around you. Exactly, dude. It's simple. Yeah, I, I have a lot of that road rage sometimes when I'm tra- oh, traveling I'm for work. I am the I'm absolute tra- worst. And Yeah, I mean, I drive a lot now, right? And it's like, what are you doing? Here's a, like, here's get out of my you way. You want a fun story? We'll end this on a light note because I'm sure everybody else is like seething in their car right now. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, he's so right. This guy in front yep. of me won't move. Yeah, He sucks. Okay, right. here's a fun story. So I like I don't have like crazy ridiculous road rage. Like I'm not blaring my horn and giving you the bird or anything like that. But I'm like yelling in my car at you. And what's unfortunate is when you have your wife and kid in the car, uh, you know, things get said. And so I was constantly calling, you know, this person dumbass or jackass or whatever. So, <laughs> you know, I got Reese in the car. He was our only kid at the time. And, you know, he still had what I call little ears. And so Katie's like, could you please like try not to curse? And like, you're kind of setting a bad example. So I started using the phrase Jack wagon. Like, look at this Jack wagon over here. Not getting out of the way. Yep. (laughs) Well, apparently Reese thought that that was the actual name of the person driving whatever vehicle. (laughs) Because one day he's like, I thought Jack wagon drove a white truck. (laughs) This guy's clearly driving a red Honda, Mark. Like, What's your deal? And I'm just like, oh yeah, J- Jack got a new car. And like, anytime I would yell at somebody, he's like, "Was that Jack again?" I'm like, "Yeah, Reese, that was yeah. Jack again." Was Jack Which wagon. is funny That's because so now we have a son named Jack, <laughs> and so hopefully he's not a bad driver. Otherwise, his name will no longer be Jack Daniel. It'll be Jack <laughs> Wagon. Hell yes! <laughs> oh man, that's good stuff. Yeah, Jack Wagon, get off, get out of the way. <laughs> That's all, right. all I got. Or, I mean, I got a million other pet peeves. I mean, I could talk about bad tippers. I could talk about, like, just, yeah, people who don't clean up after themselves. Yep. Yeah. We'll, we'll Leave- revisit this. We'll, we'll do yeah. like a top 10 next time because, yeah, oh, I could just go off on a tangent. That might have to be a whole entire episode, though. It might. The, <laughs> the pet peeve, the pet peeve episode. Yes. There we go. So I close us out of here. All right. Let's get out of here. Thank you guys so much for listening to our 0.7 episode of In the Middle Podcast. Also, be sure to subscribe and leave this, that five-star review with the question, and we'll be sure to answer it on the next episode, Well, unless you DM us on Twitter. <laughs> you can now find us on all major platforms, including Apple now. Guys, we want to hear from y'all. We want to get some more uh, viewer engagement in this podcast, so... Follow us on that tweets page at pod underscore middle and Facebook at pod middle. Dude, I think we're done. Yeah, except you call them viewers, not listeners. Oh, yeah. <laughs> listeners. Sorry. Listeners, we love you. All right. Bye. Talk at you soon. Bye. Joey, you are not a pet peeve of mine. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to Tyreek out. Peace.